This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. From the Dealer News Today headquarters, here's your host, Dave Canton with Andrew Cherkasky. Dave, good afternoon. Andy, what's happening? How you it's doing, buddy? It's a good day. Uh, the news is not always so good. We recognize that kind of day after day. Uh, it's more of the same, some terrible numbers coming out. Uh, we, we keep seeing that, but uh, hope is on the other side, right? You know, I, I, I constantly keep looking at the automotive sales reports, which I don't know why, because we're not going to see anything good come out of it, but I look at them. It's kind of a habit. creature of habit. That's yeah. right. So I look at them every day and I'm seeing everyone down this percentage, that percentage. You know, they're better off not even publishing it right now because no good could come out of it. Yeah, well, it's just a number that's going to stress you out, right? It's, it's literally just going to let us relive it. We and all know that it's bleak. We know that this is information that we have. You know, look, today today's a sad day and it's sad for many reasons, but most importantly, it's April Fool's. That's right. Oh, you tried to pull an April Fool's joke on me this morning. I did. I'm sitting there. I get a text message from you and it says, uh, D&T has been shut down. Dealer news today. I'm thinking my, my podcast my phone that I'm rings, really getting My phone into rings this, in three seconds. I don't, I don't always uh, respond right away to every text for, that I get from Dave, but this one I called right away. Yeah, it wasn't even a text response. It was a phone call yeah, response. Like, what, what's going on here? This, this couldn't be. And ladies and gentlemen, I didn't get the memo that April Fool's was shut down. I mean, obviously, I should have known better, but I had to mess with Andy to kick the day off. Look, today we got an exciting day. Uh, We got a great guest on (laughs) with us today. We have Len Belavia. Uh, Len has just been designated the New York State Crisis Legal Advisory. Uh, Len has been in a business since he was a young teenager. His family owned one of the largest auto groups in New York. And then since then, he's been servicing uh, thousands of clients as a legal advisory. Uh, We're really excited to have him on the show today. Before we get to that, a word from our sponsor today's sponsor is single throw marketing digital marketing consulting services and so much more find out more at singlethrow.com you know i've got more questions for len than uh i i have in a couple of days it's great to have an attorney on the show you know that's what the show is all about it's bringing the executives and the professionals onto the show to talk to the rest of us about what we should be needing to know that day and one of the things that we've been saying every day is this is the time where you should be utilizing every resource you have at your disposal. And obviously your attorneys, your accountants, your, your, your closest advisories surrounding you are your greatest assets outside of the people that work for you in this industry. That's right. Uh, with that, let's, uh, let's not delay. Let's get Len on the, sh- on the Absolutely. show. Absolutely. Bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, with us today, we have Len Belavia from Belavia Blatt PC. Uh, Len has uh, been in the automotive industry since he's uh, a teenager. Uh, started off, uh, like most of us that start off in the industry, probably moving cars as a lot guy. Uh, since then, has been uh, servicing thir- thousands of clients nationally as, as an incredible lawyer. Uh, Len, uh, good afternoon. How are you today? Hey, Dave. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No, thank you so much, Len. It's, it's, it's tough times that we're dealing with in the automotive industry. I mean, look, you've been in this business for, you know, again, since you're a teenager, you know, you've, you've witnessed a lot of, uh, of different things that we had to overcome, uh, you know, throughout the last 30, 40 years from recessions to nine 11, you know, all different types of automotive issues, um, you know, that, 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 that has come up and especially what you deal with in law. From what I understand, you have been designated as the New York state crisis legal advisor, which is phenomenal. 
phenomenal. And that's because you specialize in crisis management. So this is obviously a crisis. Well, for sure. You know, this is something that you don't see that often. You know, I was, I was involved in the Chrysler and the GM bankruptcies back, you know, 11 years ago. So things were pretty bleak then. And there are some parallels here, but this, this crisis is something, uh, like I haven't seen before because, you know, in prior crises, the effort was to keep dealers alive. Well, the problem is, you know, they pretty much have been precluded from operating because uh, the economy just doesn't exist. There are no buyers. So right now it's all about building a bridge, building a bridge to the other side when this is all over. And hopefully, you know, they're still alive and they have their people intact and they can just pick off as though it was uh, early March. So that's what we're focusing on. You know, Len, you've been saving the dealerships. You've been doing great work uh, with the New York State Automotive Dealers Association, uh, putting out webinars and and slides for the general public to even access. You just go to the website and it's right there. Um, You talk about in your webinar and in your slides, you talk about the differences between uh, 2009 and today. Um, What do you see as the difference and what do you see as the dealers must need to know about how to stay alive right now? Well, you know, the contrast between the, the bankruptcies of 2009 and today are back then the dealers were being targeted, particularly GM dealers and Chrysler dealers by not only the factories, but the government, right? Because the government was involved in the bailout. They wanted to see closures. So dealers were trying to stay alive. And the, one of the other differences, though, is that we were facing a long term recession. So nobody really knew when there was going to be light at the end of the tunnel. The contrast here, you know, one of the benefits is presumably this is a short term problem, right? Because from everything we're reading and seeing on TV, the hope is that at some point, whether it's May or June, you know, it'll be back to normal life. So the difference here is there's financial assistance available where there wasn't back in 2009. Uh, so there, I guess the pros are if there is a pro, I mean, if there's a silver lining here at all, which is really hardly, it's difficult to even talk in those terms, but this is a shorter term crisis. Um, the cons are dealers are effectively out of business now. At least in 2009, there was, each day was a new adventure to try and stay alive. So right now, dealers are effectively, you know, out of business. And the goal really, like I said, is to devise a 90-day survival plan so that when everything is back to normal, um, you know, they have intact the same community they had of employees and customers and the infrastructure. So this is really a challenge to try and keep maintain the status quo when very few people are buying and leasing cars. Ladies and gentlemen, we have on with us Len Belavia from Belavia Blatt PC. Len has set up a crisis email for anyone that needs to send uh, Len an email, questions, uh, comments, concerns. You could reach Len at info at dealerlaw.com or you could call Len at 516-873-3000. Len, you know, you, you said a bunch of things that, that, that really hit home here, you know, a lot of people are saying, yes, this it compares to 2008 and nine, but here's the difference. People are still buying cars. People are still going to restaurants. People are still going outside. Schools weren't closed. I mean, essentially, we are sh- the country is shut down. Right. 
and the economy, you know, this wasn't in, this wasn't in the beginning, at least when I say the beginning two weeks ago, wasn't an economic recession and it quickly has become one. But you know, when you really think about what's going on today, Len, compared to what went on in 2008 or nine, it's drastically different because you said one word, one word that every dealer on this call is going to, is living and that's survival. Well, you know, we have to survive to get across that bridge, as you say, you know, what's your advice on how to do that? Well, you know, the dealers have to tighten their belts and they're experienced at that. So a lot of those, a lot of those issues, I think they can confront, but on, by the same token, they have to really examine their business in a critical way. And when things are good, like they have been the past 10 years, uh, they have to kind of wean themselves back on to being real conservative. You know, so there, there are emergency measures that they can take. First of all, they should be actively seeking, you know, the SBA loan facilities that are being implemented now. Um, I've been advising clients. And by the way, keep in mind, my business is adversely affected. I haven't, even though we've set up this legal triage for dealers across the country, I haven't seen the other lawyers in my firm for two weeks now. So we've been all working remotely and we're trying to coordinate. This is new for us, obviously. We're usually sitting around a conference table brainstorming. So uh, it's a learning curve for us, but we've been essentially fielding questions from all over the country remotely. So while they're selling cars remotely, we're trying to dis dispense legal advice remotely. Uh, so we're trying to encourage dealers to implement a 90-day forbearance agreement with whether it's their landlords, their mortgage holders, uh, their floor planner with respect to curtailments, you know, being very fastidious about uh, their incoming new vehicle inventory. We've been spending a lot of time helping dealers uh, seek to cancel those orders while at the same time being in compliance with the law and seeking uh, those cancellations, negotiating the suspension of curtailments. And you add all of these things up, like getting dealers onto retail warranty reimbursement. You know, the old expression, bean by bean, you get a full bag. So these are all little beans, but they really do make a huge difference when you sit down and put them on a spreadsheet. And keep in mind, the goal here is not to uh, fill dealers' minds with false hopes, because if properly managed, any dealership can cross that bridge for a 90-day period. So we're not trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat. We're just trying to be good coaches to keep dealers solvent. And certainly the loan is going to help. It's going to help. Even dealers will tell you money comes in and out like water. So the loan is going to be extremely helpful, but it's not the entire salvation. Dealers have to do a lot of things internally to supplement the benefit of the loan. And Len, let me ask you about the uh, about the loan, about the stimulus package. Um, on the nysada.com website, your slides are on there, and it goes into great depth about the uh, stimulus package and exactly how it uh, can be used by dealerships of different sizes. Obviously, uh, dealerships with more than uh, 500 uh, employees may have issues, but you go over that in depth. Let me ask you more uh, kind of big picture. What's your projection? What's your hopes for how well this will help out uh, the dealerships who are most hurting right now? I think that we should look at that as a good month and a half to two month shot in the arm, because keep in mind the formula is two and a half times your average monthly payroll. So if you got two and a half time, you would say, all right, that'll keep me alive for two and a half months, right, for payroll. But you have more than payroll. You have fixed expenses. So it might not even last the dealer two and a half months. That's why I say if this infusion of capital from the SBA loan can get you 
let's say conservatively 45 days. I think it'll get dealers 60 days. But these other things that I'm mentioning should add another 30 to 60 days of solvency for a dealership. So it might sound trite that we should be talking about saving a few bucks here and a few bucks there, but uh, back back to the adage that you know every little bit helps. So the infusion of the SBA money is probably the most significant form of relief, but I think dealers should pay close attention. You know, we've been creating this checklist, you know, thousand dollars here, ten thousand dollars there, nothing to scoff at. You know, Len, to your point, and we've been speaking about this every day. You know, you hear you hear that you hear the term working capital, right? And a lot of people think that working capital is something that will allow a dealer to get you know thirty to sixty days, but it truly doesn't. And it doesn't because working capital also needs, and I say this on the show every day, it needs another key ingredient to be combined, and that's revenue. And right now, there's no revenue coming into these automotive dealerships, which is not allowing that working capital to last. I mean, there's some stores that their working capital might only cover two to three weeks of, of expense with no revenue coming in. And there's going to be a lot of dealers, obviously, in a tough position based upon how long it does take to get these SBA money, these SBA loans into the dealer's operating accounts. I mean, your offices, and I would have to imagine all over the country, you know, forbearance agreements, I mean, you know, loan agreements and the negotiated agreements, obviously, are something that dealers need to be participating and planning for the worst right now. So if they if it does take longer than expected they're prepared do you agree with that do you recommend that yeah i think dealers need to uh really buddy up right now with their cpas and their legal advisors and there are plenty of us out there um so i'm not plugging myself by any means because i know all of the good lawyers and there are plenty of them out there uh so they shouldn't be bashful about contacting their local attorneys and their cpas because a lot of the things that you would think are readily available that some dealers need a little little nudge and the no, the notion that this is all going to be solved by the uh, infusion you know like you you know this better than anybody dave i think that you can take a good operator with absolutely no real working capital and by virtue of the fluidity fluidity of business and deliveries and the flow of cash there's an automatic cushion right there's there's a false economy or a, a float, and I don't mean a float in the illegal sense of the word, but just by virtue of the momentum, you could have several hundred thousand dollars of working capital in a dealership. Uh, when the music stops, like it has now, that quote-unquote float no longer exists. So we have to look for real money, and that's why you know our checklist, so to speak, is kind of like looking under the rug and considering things that dealers might not look at on a regular basis. So it's a, it's going to be a painstaking process. And I just, what we're telling our clients is don't look at the loan as the, you know, 100% of the salvation. That's one very big piece of the puzzle, but dealers need to be vigilant in all departments. You know, we know about shop absorption and, you know, you always try and get to hundred percent. Well, it's going to be very difficult, even with shops being open to take care of the entire overhead. So um, this is, a, this is going to be a very difficult exercise. And don't forget, dealers are distracted because of what's going on in the world, right? It's not just about delivering cars and bringing service in. They have to worry about their own families, their own health, the health of their employees. So there's a convergence of issues. So this is going to be a challenging, I'd say, 60 to 90 day period. Well, let's let's pray that's all it is. And let's hope that in 60 or 90 days, we're seeing uh, that we get to the other side of that so-called bridge. Ladies and gentlemen, Len Belavia from Belavia Blatt. 
Uh, you can contact Len at info at dealerlaw.com or 516-873-3000. Len, on behalf of Dealer News Today, Andy and myself, we can't thank you enough for coming on and joining the show. We wish you and your family all the health and peace throughout this crisis. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Have a great day, Len. Same to you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. What a great interview with Len. You know, Len has been around for so long and has experienced so many obstacles, we could say, weathered so many storms in the automotive industry. You know, his advice is great. You know, they consider him a crisis perfectionist. You know, he understands how to properly go after a crisis, you know, get yourself through a crisis. And as Len said, cross that bridge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to hear his perspective. And we're starting to hear a consolidated perspective of keeping your head on, uh, talking to the advisors that you hold uh, most trusted, um, doing everything you can to, to gather your, your acorns. Uh, if, if you're thinking of like a squirrel uh, getting ready for winter, just doing as much as you possibly can to, uh, to weather the storm right now. You know, and I'll tell you what I've been doing this week as well, Andy. You know, there's, there's every, every accounting firm is hosting webinars, right? So I was, I was on two webinars this morning. I'm going to be on a webinar tomorrow. I have another webinar on Friday and they're great because they're all consistent they're with great, their advice. Maybe not, maybe not quite entertaining enough. It's, no, it's hard I mean, to look, I've never truly been entertained by an accountant, but it's actual great information right now. We're all learning more and more about this SBA guaranteed loans, what's forgiven, what's not forgiven, you know, and it's important for obviously us in the industry to know what's going on. You know, we're hearing great feedback from the dealers that they believe this will be a good shot in the arm for them and help get them across that bridge you know but again we talk about this every day it's the timeline it's how long is it going to take to get there and our hope and prayer is that we get there sooner than we think and we could just look back and say remember yeah you know i i hope this show for many is providing uh some of the information if not the majority of the information that they're getting from these webinars uh slightly more consolidated and a little bit more entertaining and you're right i don't know that i've ever met a cpa that has had me on the floor rolling around laughing in fact, I, my, I've got a stepbrother who's an accountant, and we knew from the day we were kids that he would be an accountant. I mean, this is the guy that we trusted with our money. He'd hold the, the little safe with the money in it. And I don't know, Andy. Day, I think I trust, I trust you with my money, too. I, you know, <laughs> well, I based upon, that. Based upon watching you spend money over the last few years, I would trust you as well. I'd probably have a lot more of it today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for tuning in. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll speak to you next time. Until next time, this is Dealer News Today.